the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I'm joined, uh, again, we're in our secret underground bunkers somewhere in Southern California, Don Dix. And uh, today it is 25 days until the election, which will determine whether if our side wins, if the good guys win, we have a chance of preserving a free country. If the Democrats win, they will erase everything that is good and true and free about our country. They we're all going to move to clear. If they win, we're all going to move to Belarus. Well, it, 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 that but after four after four or eight years of Democrat rule, uh, Belarus might be a freer country. Well, Although, no, that's and, what and, I'm and, saying. And, 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 that's, an, that's an excellent point. Have been making is we've seen all across the country where people are fleeing in mass Democrat-controlled cities where they're letting crime run out of control. Democrat DAs are have made the uh, criminal justice system a revolving door. I just read on Thursday that the Democrat DA in, Port, uh, in Portland, which of course backed by George Soros, has dropped charges against 90% of the rioters and looters that have been arrested there. And that pattern has been repeat, repeated all across the country. So you, you riot, you loot, assuming the police even arrest you. In many Democrat cities, the Democrat mayors have ordered the police to and not and let the rioters riot. But even if they arrest, they're usually just right there almost immediately they're rioting and looting so they can go try to find um, shoes to match the clothes they just stole or maybe a a home speaker system to match the TV they just stole. And so people are leaving these these places. Now, just this week, Boeing moved all of its 787 production from the state of Washington to the state of South Carolina. But if the Democrats get in control of the country, where are we? Where can freedom-loving people flee to? Well, that is the question, and I think at this point, the only thing I want to contemplate is how do I use the next? What did you say? How many days until the election? Twenty-seven. Twenty-five. Twenty-five days. How I can use the next twenty-five days to do everything in my power in order to make sure that doesn't happen. In the process, maybe get a few people elected along with Donald Trump. That is my goal. That's my single-minded focus. And when I wake up on November 4th, one of three things is going to happen. We're going to wake up, and Donald Trump will have a decisive victory electorally. We'll wake up, and Joe Biden will have a decisive victory electorally. Or we won't know for another two or three weeks who the president is because it'll be too close to call and legions of attorneys will descend on registrar voters in these battleground states that are within a half a point and too close to call whatever their rules are in those states. Remember what triggered the recount in Florida was that the vote count was within what a quarter of a percent, I think was the rule in Florida. And that triggered an automatic recount. And that's when we discovered the infamous hanging Chad. It's the only place that something's allowed to hang that uh, you don't want it to hang, I guess. <laughs> but, the, the, but, but those are the three outcomes. And until then, um, you know, it's, it's a full court press to knock on doors, to get people to vote, uh, 
uh, like-minded people to vote to make sure that we actually don't have what I call the nightmare scenario, which is too close to call, two or three weeks, a month, two months, and during that period, every Marxist organization, like the one that fomented the violence in Minneapolis that we now know takes credit for fomenting the violence in Minneapolis, that they have been a they're a quote unquote trained Marxist organization that is doing everything that they can do to bring about the fall of Western civilization and bring about their version of Nirvana. So this is the struggle. You you got it right. This is the difference between freedom and a Marxist totalitarian uh, pathway that it gets accelerated under a Biden-Harris administration. Right. And I think it's also important, and everyone has to make this call for themselves, is to use your limited time and money in a way that is is most effective. Right. So there are there are there are some races that our team is likely to win regardless of what we do. There's some other races that we're likely to lose regardless of what we do. And then there are some that are we can make a difference in. And for example, <clears throat> campaigning for Donald Trump in California is it may be fun, maybe fun to go out and have a car rally or a street or a, a street corner rally uh, for Donald Trump, but Donald Trump is not going to carry California. But there are other states where he could and where our difference could make our efforts could make a big difference. One of the things I'm doing is there's a program through the Tea Party Patriots National that lets me text into these key swing states. And I can just sit there and keep sending out text messages to people that they identified as people who came out to vote for Donald Trump in 2016, but had not previously voted in 12 or 16 years. And to try to make sure that group of people turns out again, because that was crucial to Donald Trump's victory. There is Trump talk, which you can make same thing. You can make calls into those states. So if you're interested in the texting program, you can reach me at, let me give you my email address, greg, G-R-E-G, at redlandsteaparty.net. That's greg at redlandsteaparty.net. You can search for Trump talk on the internet and sign up and start making calls from home. So focus or, on these, we need to focus on those places where we can win and where it makes a difference. I agree. I should say, actually, and you can join us on Wednesday at the Hidden Valley Golf Club from 3 o'clock to 9 o'clock at your convenience for a two-hour shift to write postcards to one of a number of candidates, both in the Inland Empire and outside, that you can uh, actually write those postcards, tell people, encourage them to vote for uh, a specific candidate that we're going to be working there and, you know, have some fun with some other patriots. So if you want to register for that, it's really simple. Just use the shortened link uh, process uh, feature called bit.ly, B-I-T period L-Y forward slash T-H for town hall postcard. And that'll take you to the Eventbrite site where you can register for free. We're going to have food. We're going to have uh, entertainment and a couple of surprises. So come by, hang out whenever you can from 3 to 9 p.m. And you can write postcards and then you can get on Trump Talk and follow Greg uh, to make some Trump phone calls. And uh, we're just going to have a grand old time hanging out and fomenting a little grassroots political movement. Yeah, could be, could be worse. Uh, in terms of the entertainment there, I've uh, I've received several requests, but I'm going to sing anyways. <laughs> I, w- I hope you I hope you uh, actually because I understand that you're uh, quite a tenor. So I hope you do sing tenor 12 miles away. Yes, preferably 12. <laughs> or would you do a solo? What kind of solo? Solo. We can't hear you. See, I, I could play straight man, too. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to have our engineer add the sound effect rim shots for our uh, people attempts at at humor here. 
Um, but like you know, right now, I just I got an email this week from Election Integrity Project, and it's just staggering. The, the California Attorney General has put out new regulations. Never mind changing what election law is. He just unilaterally, so that's the figure of Gavin the first can issue edicts and make unilateral changes in the law. I guess the Secretary of State, Javier Becerra, thinks he can do the same thing. And in this one, there used to be you'd have to have a ballot and you could you may get mailed out. And that's subject to a lot of fraud. But at least you, there, there would be a official ballot come back under his regulations. It can be a sample ballot. It can be a letter. It can be a handwritten note. And that will be counted just the same as a legal official ballot. And any number of ballots can come in in of these handwritten of these handwritten notes. Someone scrawls out who they're who they're voting for can come in in one envelope. And so you can, just to make sure you can't verify what's going to happen, they are letting the regulations allow these county election officials to move any observers back so they can't see the signatures, which they have a legal right to do, by the way, or even do it online. So the, the observers will be in a remote location trying to observe the signatures and then challenge them. In, in L.A., in the, in the March election, the way they did it was, well, if you see something remotely on Zoom and you don't like it, you can send a letter to the registrar. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, in your face, we're going to commit mass election fraud, and there's not a thing about there's not a thing you can do about it. Nah, 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 nah. Is their attitude? Well, that sounds awfully playgroundish in first grade, um, which is about the history text that apparently Kamala Harris used in the Biden. Uh, I'm sorry, in the uh, Pence Harris debate on Wednesday night. Um, the analysis is now out, and I thought was interesting not to completely change gears away from election fraud because it is an important topic. But when you say the word fraud and you look at the reaction to that debate on Thursday, most of the left was chortling about the way that, and this is the woke crowd, they were chortling about the way that Kamala Harris uh, you know, stomped on Joe Biden for interrupting a woman, right? She played the woman card during the debate. The debate moderator largely posed questions to Mike Pence that were um, kind of gotcha questions, in my opinion. Uh, but most of the left was saying that Kamala Harris won the debate because she played the woman card and because a fly landed on uh, Pence's head. That that's the sure sign of uh, Satan labeling Mike Pence as the spawn of Satan. So, newsflash to the left, Kamala Harris lied about stacking the Supreme Court. She lied about fracking. They won't allow fracking. They'll stop it. She lied about legalizing uh, pot. She jailed 1,500 pot users when she was the AG. She lied about late-term abortion. They'll fund it. She lied about peaceful protests. In fact, BLM was out looting and terrorizing in Wisconsin uh, the night of the debate. And she lied about losing 300,000 manufacturing jobs in Trump's trade war with China. It never happened. It actually came from a nonsensical far-left prediction. So, and, And yet there is so much more. So... Fraud is what they're about at the ballot box and at the debate box, just kind of linking those two together. Right. And it, it underscores, and we'll take a break here in just a second, is that <clears throat> vote in person. Make sure your ballot gets in. Take, if, you, if it takes a half hour, an hour to go down to the registrar's office or one of the official polling places on Election Day, actually there's be four days which you can vote in person in various polling locations, not your not the previous precinct locations that you may be used to voting to. But you make sure your ballot gets in, make sure it's done correctly, and there's no wiggle room for them to exclude your ballot because almost all of the people who are going to be opening those envelopes and checking signatures are Democrats and members of government employee unions. Uh, so you, you don't want to give them the ability to 
throw out your ballot. You don't want to give Democrat-aligned postal workers the ability to throw your ballots from Republican areas into the trash. We've seen, we've already, we've already seen examples of that. And those are just the ones we've found. We don't find the ones where they put them in a place where you don't see them. Vote in person is the best way to make sure your vote is actually registered and counted. And with that, let's hear from Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite IE radio show, the radio show for the most important political office in the entire country. Uh, With 25 days left before the election, our constitutional duty for the proper care and feeding of the republic in this moment, in this hour, is first of all to vote. But second of all, between now and November 3rd, it's to do everything humanly possible to get out the vote. Greg and I have a couple ideas for you real quick. The first one is you can join our political postcard signing party at Hidden Hills Valley, Hidden Valley Golf Course, sorry, Hidden Valley Golf Club. And the way you get to that invitation and to find out more about it between three and nine o'clock is to use the shortened URL bit.ly B-I-T period L-Y forward slash T-H for town hall postcard. Real simple, bit.ly, B-I-T period, L-Y, forward slash, T-H for town hall, postcard. That's one thing you can do. And, Greg, you had a couple of other great ideas that I think we should be reminding folks throughout the show, uh, since sometimes people only catch part of the show because they're in their car. But uh, calling, using your phone to text, or using your phone to make phone calls. Um, Remind us about that. Sure. Uh, you can sign up for for search for Trump Talk on the internet, and there's a website there. You can sign up, and you can make calls for Donald Trump into states that are being contested and that you know, the swing states. So that's the way you, for free. You can help out from home. Tea Party Patriots National has a texting program that, that um, I've I've started using, and that lets you you log into their system and then you can send text messages to voters in the swing states. And they're targeting the voters who had not voted in 12 or 16 years before 2016 and came out and voted for Donald Trump. And these voters were a key difference. And But for those voters, you would have President Hillary Clinton right now and things would be pretty much over for, for the country. So best way to connect to that program is just to email me and I'll, I'll make sure that you get connected. And my email address is Greg G R E G at Redlands That's Greg at Redlands These are both great ways on your spare time. You could be standing in line at the supermarket and you can still send out some text messages or at home, or if you're on, if you're on a break at work, send out 10 more text messages very easy and a great way to because we need to focus our efforts where they, they can make a difference. Unfortunately, in California, newsflash, Joe Biden is going to win and probably would win even if it wasn't for the massive Democrat Party vote fraud that is underway. Mm-hmm. When the stakes are this high, 
we have to apply ourselves in the best way possible. And of course, another way you can help is give money and then give some more money and then give some more money. It's what is this country worth? Are the people who founded this country at the end of the Declaration of Independence? They said that we pledge our lives, our fortunes and our sacred honor to that endeavor. And they were really pledging their lives and not just and not just making a campaign contribution. So there's all these different ways you can help. And I think we have an obligation, a moral obligation to pass on an America as free and great as the one that we received. Absolutely. It's an obligation. It really is. You know, when you think about it, and I do this in some of my public talks now, Greg, when I'm speaking to folks about who've asked me to come in and address their group, uh, small or large, one of the first things I have, have now made a habit of doing is to try to drive home the point, first of all, that in it's my belief that when you've lost the media to Marxism, when you've lost academia to Marxism, when you've lost the people that are the popular culture creators, the entertainment industry, to Marxism, and when you've lost the major bureaucracies to Marxism, witness the the recent revelation that some of these departments within the FBI and the Department of Defense were fine about bringing in critical race theory training. You're only going to do that if you believe that stuff in the first place, and the only people that believe that stuff are the cultural Marxists. When you've lost those institutions to the left, to the left's advance of Marxism, it's my opinion that for all intents and purposes, the republic is gone. Uh, Now, we can debate that, but the one thing we can't debate is that while our vets and active duty enlisted, you know, folks that are enlisted in our military have taken an oath to protect the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic. I believe when you're born in the United States, you're born with that oath of office printed on your forehead. That's what I think being part, being a citizen of the United States is all about. To honor that oath, our job, while our vets ship out overseas to some godforsaken places on the planet that nobody would want to spend a day in, and yet we... Uh, ask our military to spend weeks in some of those places, if not months. While they're defending this country against all enemies foreign, we have allowed enemies domestic to infiltrate this country. So I apologize for the fact that for most of my adult life, under my watch, unbeknownst to me, we allowed that to happen. Well, we no longer have an excuse. It's out. It's uncovered they've come out from the shadows they're on the p- political playing field they're destroying inner city you know the the urban centers of our country they want to destroy the uh, further destroy the institutions they now want the presidency and it's our job to live up to that oath of office and defend this country from all enemies domestic because they are nothing more than domestic enemies greg well they are and I sometimes phrase it as we fundamentally disagree about whether to fundamentally transform the United States of America. And for significant people, a number on the left, it's a little hard to say how, what percentage is they believe they've been taught, they've been indoctrinated to hate the country as constituted. And they want to bring about a one party socialist state. And somehow that, that's going to be better. Now, this is interesting. You don't have time to delve. Really being pushed by the ruling class, thinking that they're going to maintain power and control through the socialist revolution. But we, we will leave it there for now. And we have Assembly candidate Andrew Kotnick coming up in our second half. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM 590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. 
Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank accounts from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Our bumper music today, which we, um, you can't, you almost want to stand up and start dancing to it, uh, is a variation on the Billy Idol song, Money, 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 by Henry Davis, who made it into a pro-Trump song, and hopefully may become a theme song of um, of Trump's re-election, because it's, it's just a great high-energy song. As promised, we have with us Assembly Candidate Andrew Kotyuk, who is running for the 42nd Assembly District against Chad Mays, and you can start booing now. For those of you that don't know more, remember Chad Mays? He was the former Republican, put the Republican in quotes, leader in the State Assembly, who, along with six other Republicans, voted for the massive cap-and-trade tax increase that is going to increase your gas prices by at least 73 cents a gallon on top of what is already the highest gas taxes in the country, coupled with nearly the worst roads. And we'll dive into Chad Mays' other record as we uh, talk to Andrew. Andrew is a businessman, a Navy veteran, and he's been the, he's the former mayor and current city council member in San Jacinto. He ran against Chad Mays in 2018, it's all the special interest money Mays does here. Mays switched from the Republican Party to decline to state one day before the filing deadline. And fortunately, Andrew stepped up to run for that office, got qualified, and he and Mays are in the runoff this November. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Thank you all, and thank you for being a part of the big success we had in the primary. You know, it's uh, stations like this and listeners out there uh, that really made the big difference against all the incredible special interest money that was up against us. Uh, The millions of dollars didn't matter. The local voice resurrected to the top, and I believe it will happen again this election cycle. So thank you for having me today. Yeah, I remember you were you up before the March primary, and you you, you told us that uh, it, you, either you or Mays was going to go into the final round against the Democrat. But fortunately, on that one, you were wrong, and you and Mays made it to the final round. Yeah, he bought his way through the the primary. There's no doubt about it. I you know I I knew we knew there was going to be money behind him, but to see you know nearly two million dollars, uh, you know, saturating the market, uh, he was able to pull that off and, and go through. So um, now we're going head to head. It's going to be a nice finale. And he's wounded very badly. A six-year incumbent, 
millions of dollars behind him, no track record, bad votes like the pedophile vote that he just did on SB 145 is the 41st, the, the vote to clinch this bill. Uh, the voters are educated and we're going in for the kill shot now. Tell, tell us you about know, that bill, 145. Yeah, and absolutely. How outrageous and, what, and what Mays voted for. Yeah, I mean, clearly, if you've never had children, you might make statements like Chad May said uh, on the floor that this is righteous and right uh, that this bill got passed. And as a parent, as a, as a you know, father of three children who have had 14-year-olds, and to hear that a 14-year-old now not only can have uh, vaginal intercourse and the offender not have to register, um, as long as they're no older than 10 years of age uh, of that minor, um, now they can do oral copulation, now they can have anal sex, and now even with foreign objects. So we're going to add that to the list of items that these uh, pedophiles can get a pass with and uh, unless the judge says otherwise, right? Which is the argument. Oh, the judge is going to make a decision. Um, but if the uh, minor says that, uh, oh, I'm in love with this person and they didn't do this deliberately and I had, you know, they have my consent, then it's probably okay. But excuse no. me, a 14 year old's not an adult. They can't make an adult decision. And, you know, to think that no. we're going to give them a pass on a pedophile. Uh, to abuse our children, and we're going to let them because somewhere in the LGBTQ community they think it's fair uh, is completely wrong, right? We should be going the other way where casual intercourse, they don't get a free pass either, right? We should have gone the other way to make things uh, things equal. But see, this is the slippery slippery slope that we're on. Uh, The slippery slope is, okay, you've got an an 18-year-old who has... Uh, sex with a 17-year-old, is it really, you know, rape? Should the 18-year-old be a, have to register as a sex, you know, offender for the rest of their lives? <clears throat> and then all of a sudden it goes from, well, 18 and 17 to 18 and 16 and 18 and 15. And then well, what about the 19-year-old and the 17-year-old? What about the 20-year-old and the 17-year-old? And then all of a sudden you stretch that out to, well, what about the 24-year-old and the 14-year-old? Because I guess somewhere in the United States that's happened. And um, now they're happily married and living happily ever after in that one incident uh, instance or two instances across the United States where, you know, somehow a 14 year old ended up with a, you know, a 24 year old and they, you know, got married when she became an age of age of majority or some something like that. And they lived happily ever after. OK, that kind of stuff does happen in the realm of possibility in human existence. That probably has happened. But to make it a statutorial, you know, to make it statutorial and then to come along and go, well, you got this situation over here for heterosexual relationships. We need to equalize it for homosexual relationships or whatever. So instead of taking it and rethinking the first in the first case, well, let's normalize it for the next. And so, yes, you're right. I don't think a a 14 year old um, it, except for maybe the rare occasion, is in a position to make those decisions with a 24-year-old. More often than not, it's going to be somebody that is uh, has other issues that ends up becoming a, um, a victim of a 24-year-old, not you know a willing accomplice or a willing participant. And so, for the few exceptions where that case might exist, um where you might have the law give the uh, give that the exception. I don't even know, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to like you, I'm trying to make a little bit of leeway for that rare situation. They take it and move the other way. And then Chad becomes the one vote that pushes it over the edge and makes it, um, you know, makes it now legal. And as you said, what did he say on his, you know, in, in, in uh, his floor speech about this? That it was righteous. Righteous and fair. Unreal. So, you know, it, it probably makes sense that, you know, if you're a heterosexual pedophile and you're, you know, going to take advantage of a 14-year-old, you probably would stop at just vaginal sex because you're not LGBTQ. So 
you know, the argument here is, oh, they're, you know, this is for the LGBTQ community, but it adds these acts. And I don't know how they're limited to one side or the other because they're not, right? A heterosexual that's in this position is probably going to do all those acts now, um, you know, because it's a free pass. And what people don't know, but as a mayor, I do know is, is you know, on a registration, the reason we have this registration is, is because it then limits them where they can live, right? They can't live by a school. They can't live by daycare. They can't live by a sports park. They can't have certain types of jobs like school bus driver or work on campus or as a coach or a pastor. You know, it limits them in all these aspects. And you, if you eliminate that because this 14-year-old was madly in love with this 24-year-old, right, uh, until they get older and wiser, you always hear about this teacher, student, and pastor. I mean, just... You, these things happen all the time um, and where the young person is going to say, oh, no, I consented, right? Uh, because they're not adults and they're not making adult decisions. But now you're going to put them in a situation they don't have to register, which means they're going to be able to live and work in all those same places to do it all over right. again. When do our children come first? Uh, bottom line, having sex, a 24-year-old having sex of any kind with a 14-year-old child is wrong. It should be illegal and it should be severely punished. And Chad Mays believes it's okay and wanted to and liberalize the law to favor the child molester over the child. Right. That's the bottom line who Chad Mays is. And I think a bill just as bad that he voted for was AB 2218. And what this does is it is it uses state money to fund transgender drugs and surgery for children who are confused and often deliberately confused by teachers and, and other adults and the, and the pop culture into thinking they're the opposite gender to and the effect of this is to permanently sterilize the children and Mays voted for that too when we yep. know that if you just let nature take its course, 95% plus of these children will come, their thinking will come into reality, in line with reality, and they will align with what their actual gender is. You're an XX or you're an XY, and that will line up. That's right. What's sad is, what's sad is just this last month in 29 Palms, a Marine base, there was a Marine that lured a 14-year-old, he's a 20-year-old Marine, lured a 14-year-old from Ontario to take a bus out to 29 Palms, sneak on base, and kind of that scenario, oh, you know, this 14-year-old is in love with this 20-year-old Marine and uh, raped her. Fortunately, the military laws apply, and it's rape under the military laws, and and he's being processed. But, I mean, that's a perfect example. You don't need to even be 10 years older, right? A six, you know, a 20 on a 14-year-old sore situation, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, any day I'm going to take the side of the children, um, having had children, and if we save one or protect one, it's worth it. I'm never going to take the side of a pedophile and, and you know, and hope that I save one of them on that side. Right. So now that we've established that Chad Mays favors pedophiles and perverts over protecting our children, what are some of the other issues in your race? Yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, there's several, don't get me wrong, but I think one of the ones that's really resonating this cycle around that I see not only in my district, but, uh, you know, across the nation and in the state of California is, is local control. And uh, the president really uh, cemented that when he tried to protect our borders uh, prior to COVID and, you know, repatriate dollars and protect us from China and really, you know, say America first. And this comes all the way down to local communities. Um, local people are starting to realize they don't have a voice, especially when we have Governor Newsom taking away the freedoms of, you know, church education and, uh, and of course, Second Amendments as well and public safety. And it's very relevant. And that's a nonpartisan issue. If you're closed down, if you can't go to and, and do your worship or your religion or your children aren't being educated and a parent has to stay home with, you know, them to get them through, I mean, you're feeling that there's you know, a, a big issue. So to me, it's hearing that voice. And in my district in particular, uh, tourism is a big part of that. 
And when you look at uh, what Chad's doing, he's championing because it sucks that he's championing to open up Disneyland, but he's not doing anything to open up Coachella Valley. Think of all the entertainment, right? Whether the Stagecoach Festival or Coachella Festival, the, the golf tournaments, PGA, the tennis tournament, the art week, you know, it's such a huge part of our district is tourism and those dollars coming in and the small businesses and the blue collar families that support it. He's nowhere to be found. His leadership is non-existent. So, that's a big issue that's really resonating with people is, is having a plan uh, to reopen. I'm working with the supervisors in Riverside County to do that right now. And then we have mayors that are pushing for that. The mayor in La Quinta, the mayor in Indian Wells, um, they're, they're hurt and they're looking to open up. We need to take a break here, but I just want all of our listeners to know that respecting Gavin the first what, what, it was first to when you're eating in a restaurant with your family, you have to wear your mask and just remove it temporarily when you take a bite. We are all in our mask and we're just removing our mask temporarily when we speak here on this show. So we, I just want everyone to know that we respect, we give Gavin the, the first all respect that he is due. And with that, let's hear from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are true. The kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Shake this system, come on, Trump, yeah. I said we can keep our shotguns, come on, Trump, yeah. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And uh, earlier in the show... Both Greg and I gave you some things that you can do outside of voting in the next couple of weeks that you can do to help make a difference. Because if everybody is doing a little, many hands make for lighter work. So uh, we hope you take advantage of those. Right now, we've got with us candidate for the 42nd Assembly District. His name is... I don't know, one of the more difficult to spell. So I think by telling you that it's cut um, That's A-N-D-R-E-W. <laughs> yeah, but his big sign says Kutyuk, which I love. I love that's a very strong sounding name, kind of like um, Trump. But it's Kutyuk, K-O-T-Y-U-K. Uh, I certainly appreciate that you are running to replace the current incumbent that can't figure out what party he wants to belong to, much less uh, what reasonable people uh, agree on as good public policy. Um, so we're, we're, we're glad that you're here with us so that we can help you to help everybody else uh, understand better what a you know, a Chad Mays continuing in the assembly means in terms of uh, he's really, uh, you know, a member of the supermajority, the Democrats. He votes with them most of the time. But tell us a little bit about you had a conversation with Chad that aired on Friday night. Uh, three, I guess, topics that were thrown to both of you. Tell us a little bit about how that went. Oh, I think it went extremely well. You know, Chad, when he talks, he is trying to be everything to everyone. And so when he talks, there really is no basis or facts behind what he says because he doesn't want to upset one side or the other with what he's talking about. And when he talks about his track record, it's really vague because he hasn't done anything the last six years. And so I was very succinctly able to say, look, you haven't done anything for this district or for the people in California. You are only supported by special interests, right? He's not receiving money from the right or the left. All the money he's getting is from special interests. And why would special interests want to give him $2 million for a campaign if and only if he did something, obviously, in their favor to earn that, right? Whereas money that I receive is from our local businesses and local people. 
And I really painted the picture of, look, instead of these things that he's doing, like trying to open Disneyland, it's the voice of the people is what matters. And right now with public safety, that's one of those issues. You know, what we saw with the defunding of the police uh, is something, you know, that I've never seen in my lifetime, this effort to attack our public safety. And he's a part of that argument. You know, the Riverside Sheriff's Department has given him a D and, you know, are now campaigning against him to remove him because his votes are so bad and he lies to public safety about having their back and then does things like try to ban the chokehold, which the whole point is you don't have to shoot a felon if you can choke him, right? Choke him out and you have to shoot him. So it's a way of less deadly force. Yeah, he's voting to allow felons who are on parole, right? They're not even off parole. They're on parole and he's voting to allow them to vote. And he's also working to shore in a parole least amount of time that they're on parole. I mean, these are all the horrible things for our community. These are horrible things for our families and our businesses to decriminalize and to support this effort against our law enforcement. So I was able to bring that up and the importance of, look, it's time for change. We need somebody who, just like our law enforcement, pulls their boots up and shows up, right? And when you have somebody who doesn't show up to vote on AB5 or property tax increases, it doesn't show up a lot, you know, it's time for change. And I'm that type of leader that's used to doing that, that's battle ready for Sacramento. And I have a long track record as a city government official of representing everybody, uh, but keeping my conservative values. I'm looking at it as a business where I make it successful on the output of revenue and we cut our deficits and our spending and really having the voice of the people. And that's what's coming back right now. So uh, those three questions were, you know, what are your accomplishments uh, that you're looking to do in the district? And of course, his were very vague. Mine were specific on the homelessness, on opening tourism, bringing those jobs back and supporting public safety in our district. And the second piece was, you know, tell us something about yourself. And his history, of course, was I've been in office six years. I know how it works. I can't argue with that with him. He does. He has them spending $2 million on his campaign. He really does know how it works up there. But <laughs> we, need some, great. we need somebody like me, you know, that I'm going up there for the right reasons for the people. And mm-hmm. I'm not a political science major like him. I'm a business major. I have small businesses. And I'm truly doing it for the voice of people and to fight for things that the district needs. And do we ever need it right now, right? If you're, if you're afraid of COVID, we should be stockpiling, right, uh, in, the, you know, in the area. If you're afraid of COVID, you should be doing travel restrictions at Palm Springs International Airport or Ontario to protect our own people, right, to allow mm-hmm. our businesses to open up and our churches and our schools to open up. And that way we're filtering the people coming through, right, they're testing and everything else. He's not doing any of those things. And I provided real direction and ways that we could open up, provide safety for everybody, but get our economy open again. So I'm about real solutions, uh, proactiveness, not reactiveness, and you know, really moving this state forward and talking right. common sense. Because if we don't solve the, the simple problems uh, or what should be like our education or our freedoms or our business, how can we tackle environmental issues? How can we tackle, you know, uh, illegal immigration when we can't even solve simple things like education in California? One of my biggest objections to Chad makes, I'm not going to debate the merits of his positions. And there are some in the Republican Party, which he used to be in, that think that the solution is the party has to go left. That we have to be go left, which is not quite as far left as the Democrat Party. And you can have that debate and you look at the success of people that tried that, like uh, uh, Meg Whitman. And what was, what was the guy who ran in 14? Uh, Kashkari. Went nowhere. But my objection to him is more of one of, of, of character, is that he believes that then he tries to move the party to the left. But then in the last election, he, he gets the Republican endorsement. And then the very last day before he the filing deadline switches parties. Then he goes on, and even though he's a declined state, he runs with ads, and I saw I saw them 
implying that he's still a Republican and running as a conservative, trying to win the primary in March when he wasn't. So he's not honest about who he is and what he believes. And when he's not, and when that's the case, you can't trust him once he gets up to the swamp in Sacramento. He's going to sell it like he has to the special interests who are willing to give him $2 million to keep him up there doing their business. And very quickly, any last words, Andrew? Yeah, I just want to give a, a thank you to everybody out there. I mean, this is a year of activism and a lot of women out there. You're talking, you're showing up, you're no longer being silent. Uh, you're spreading the word. And these are things that you haven't done before. We've been the silent majority. But as President Trump said, we are no longer silent and where our voices are being heard. So God bless you all. Keep your support behind me. I'm working off your energy. Thank you all. And we're going to have victory in November. Kotyuk. And you can visit me at www.kotyukfor assembly.com that's kayak for assembly.com or online on facebook or instagram as well thank you Andrew. Awesome. that's all the time we have this week on unite ie radio tune in next week for another exciting edition when you're in an auto accident you want quality repairs done as fast as possible all you need is all-star for 20 years car star all-star collision and corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity so when the inevitable happens to you all you need is car star all-star collision 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 to answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. California DRE ID number 1012658. Arizona NMLO license number 0926439. Branch NMLS ID number 1841782. Summit Funding Incorporated NMLS ID number 31998. Arizona license number 0925837. Equal housing opportunity. AM 590. The answer.